Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name's Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I get an update from Christy. We get an update from Christy, who's working on the 2X Accelerator, and in May, she hit record revenue again, which is amazing. She is getting very close to her goal, but here's the thing. That last week in May, she ran into some pretty major traffic issues and it's been emotional, right? We've had a lot of conversations off the record and we get into all those details. Now, one thing I want to caution you with is I had a little bit of an audio issue when we first started recording. I think somehow I was using my AirPods instead of my good microphone for about two or three minutes or so, maybe a little bit longer. I was using those inferior microphones on my AirPods, which, you know what? You can hear me okay. It's just not as clean and crisp. At about the five or six minute mark, I switch over to the good microphone and it should be good to go after that. I apologize for that. I do try to try to make the audio good, but sometimes technology gets in the way. Luckily, we were able to complete the interview just in general. And I think, I mean, there's a lot of nuggets in here, a lot of lessons you can learn from other people that are running into issues and kind of, I mean, mistakes were made. There were some mistakes made in this whole situation. So we get into it and... Hopefully you'll learn something. I know Christy has learned a few things and there's a couple great tips and nuggets in there. So let's head over to the interview now. Christy, how are you today? I'm doing a little better than when I talked to you last week. (laughs) We did try to record last week and it ended up being part uh, troubleshooting, part therapy session. I know. I know. I feel a little bit bad about it, but you know what? I'm an open book to you and I was on the struggle bus. That's just how it was. That's all right. It happens. And you know, when we talked before, and I even mentioned this when I sent out the email last week for the blog update that you provided for May, it's kind of amazing that you and your site have not had really any major issues in two and a half years. It's pretty rare, and you've probably you know heard me mention it before, but at worst, you had slower growth and maybe a, a small plateau mm-hmm. here or there. But just from an, an emotional standpoint, how did this hit you? So kind of walk us through what happened towards the end of May. It hit me poorly, Doug. <laughs> um, yeah, I think my overall mindset throughout the whole thing has been like follow the rules do the best practices, make good content, and it's going to be fine, right? So I'm not out there tracking Google updates. I'm not, as you know, tracking individual keywords, like not doing any of that, right? I make the things, I do the SEO, I throw it out there, and I kind of let it bake. And that has worked great. So I've never really had like a significant issue with the site before. So this was the first time and it really kind of caught me out of the blue. So basically what happened was traffic and earnings looked awesome all throughout May up till like the 24th, I think. And I was tracking to be like 200 bucks under my 
double income goal, which is awesome. Traffic was like 40 or it was like 4,000, 4,100 a day consistently, which is like a first. And then suddenly on the 25th, traffic dropped 25%. And I was like, ooh. And I think I wrote to you and I was like, this happened. It's weird. But that had happened maybe once before in April, like just some random dip. And then it came back. So I was like, emotionally, like, this is fine. (laughs) It's going to be fine. And then the next day it dropped another 25%. And I was like, it's not fine. Nothing is okay. (laughs) So within, you know, 48 hours, I had lost like 50% of my traffic. And I um, also just lost my mind. So um, that's kind of what happened. All right. And around that time, actually, we can back up a little bit. So roughly like a week before you were working on the user experience and essentially trying to speed up the site. We had an agency work with you to do that and they completed their work. And then you and your developer wanted to choose a couple different plugins to use, but there, there were a few activities. So I guess from right. working with the site speed agency, how, how did that go? Like how, how did the engagement work um, and all that stuff? Yeah. Um, so I had them work directly with my developers. So I wasn't like in the loop on that. Um, I got the report that they made at the end, which is fine. And that report had some additional recommendations. And that's what developer and I tried to then implement after they were finished. So it was like going through their list and pulling out some of the things they said. Things like um, try serving up WebP images instead, which is having Googled this now, like a new image format that's supposed to be about 25% lighter and automatically render based on someone's browser or things like that. And then also doing um, some more lazy load settings, things like that. So we were trying to then implement the stuff that they didn't do, but recommended that we should do. So that's what we were doing. So one of the reasons why I wanted you to work with uh, the agency is because your, the, like the site speed load time was absolutely terrible. So it's, it's averaging like 10 seconds, 10 and a half seconds or so. And it, that's remarkable. That's extremely slow. And we, we were actually still trying to figure a few things out, but after the agency worked with you, it was down to about a second and a half to like two and a half seconds. And this is based on the Google analytics site speed average. So we could very, very clearly see, you know, long load times and then lower load times. And one thing that came about, and I'm going to tie this all all together because we're jumping all over, but essentially the load times went up by a huge amount, roughly the same time that the traffic got hit. And it, it's not obvious, right? Like, cause you, you didn't know anything right off, off the bat. You weren't getting messages from your users that the site wasn't loading or anything like that. It just matched up when I looked at analytics and it's not a graph that you would normally like navigate to, but you know, we sort of uncovered that. So overall we are a little bit unsure like what the issue is now 
going back to it, we are now back at sort of slow load times. And I'm not sure, like we've been going back and forth trying to figure out, you know, what happened? Were there some changes that were made by your developer, uh, maybe implementing things or removing things that were implemented? And, and we just don't know. So I, I'm not 100% sure. And one thing that I want to emphasize for everyone is to make sure you have offsite backups in a way that's easy for you to restore. So this is one thing I told you, said, hey, make yep. sure, Christy, that you have backups before you work with a company. Make sure that they have backups of it too. And then you move forward. You know, I'm not... To my credit, I did say we need to back it up before that and ask them to back it up before that. I did pass that along. <laughs> and... Yep. So, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's all we, that's all we can do. And, and, you know, if you're outsourcing a thing, one does trust mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, it has been done. So, yep. you know, when the agency, uh, finished up, then, you know, everything was fine. It was loading fast, no issues. They didn't need to provide their backup or anything like that. And, and really what we were looking for, we were trying to back out whatever your developer did because everything was fine just prior to that. So at this point, you know, we're a few days into June and you sent me a message yesterday and I was a little surprised. So basically traffic is still down here a few days into June, right? So has it recovered? Like what, what's going on exactly? So it stopped plummeting. That was good. Um, initially my brain was like, you know, in four days I won't have any traffic. Like this is the trend we're going towards. That's really bad. Um, it, it kind of plateaued after two days of that plummet. And then it's slowly come back to around 2,700 visitors per day. So again, before I was at like consistently 4,000 or slightly above, um, the averages that I pulled for you and sent over, cause I was just curious, I think it's at like 82% of traffic compared to April. So I did comparisons to April because that was like a totally normal month, right? No bobbles, no May weirdness. So traffic is like 82% of where I had been in April, which was also a good month. But my earnings are up at 108% for June. So I was like, you know, finger on the button, ready to restore back to the one backup that I had from... May 15th. And then I was like, wait, I mean, apparently earnings are still okay, which is just weird. It just adds to my confusion really, but it's better than earnings not being okay. So. All right. And yeah, we were debating before we started recording, like, should you roll it back to the 15th of May, mm -hmm. which the, the bad part, right. The bad part with rolling back to the 15th is it doesn't have this site speed updates from the agency, which, you know, they, they did an excellent job getting the site speed to, you know, that, that level. So there's, I have two, two thoughts. One, well, revenue is where you're happy with it. Right. So that, that's pretty good. And it's hard to complain with that. Like, okay, we had a setback. Right. 
it's, uh, you know, <laughs> really stressful to deal with that stuff, especially mm-hmm. when you have no, no control. You don't know exactly like what went wrong or how to fix it. So you're just left with this feeling of, you know, I'm a type control. A plus student, Doug, like this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> not and, knowing how to fix it, not knowing what to do. Like it's my nightmare. It's rough. It's very rough. And, uh, you know, the people that have websites to make money, usually there's some stories just like this. Right. So I didn't this, want to those stories. <laughs> this is part of your story. So, <laughs> yeah. So, w- one train of thought is to just let it ride. Things are okay. Mm-hmm. Revenue is where you're happy with it. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you said traffic's down to like 80 some odd percent, right? Yep. So let's say you roll it back to whatever you had on the 15th. Your earnings are still like locked in, like on a per user basis. And then if you do that, then your earnings would jump up by, you know, whatever, 25% of what they are Mm -hmm. right now. You know, if we're we're looking at that 80%. So there's no, there's no uh, like right or wrong answer. It's just, if you're going to take the risk to roll it back and then maybe something is going to happen when I, you know, look at the site load time right now, you're essentially back to where you were before they even touched it, which mm-hmm. boggles my mind. I'm not sure what the heck was going on <laughs> or what was changed. Right. So, you know, I halfway think now that we're talking through it, maybe roll it back to the 15th. Your load times are terrible again anyway. So you're going to have to go back and figure out what happened. But, and you don't have any, you have no backup that has the speed improvements, right? Yeah. Let me briefly explain the backup situation as a lesson learned for other people. So we had Updraft Plus as our backup system slash plugin. Um, I knew where the folder was, where there were a zillion files in its stores in our Google drive. Fine. <laughs> um, it turns out we had settings to the default, which is delete after 14 days. However, there was also, it turned out when we went to look six months worth of no backups, including the date that I needed. So when the agency said that they did a backup also, what they did was try to kick off that same backup and that's nowhere. So no one checked to be sure it was there. I didn't know I should check to be sure it was there. So that was kind of a disaster on the backup front. Um, I did find luckily because at one point in the past, you had told me to put in uh, WP manage, I think. Manage WP. Manage WP. Thank you. And so I looked in that plugin and they had a monthly backup going. So I have one backup from May at all. And that's on the 15th and the agency finished on the 20th. So I don't have any backups, including the agency stuff, just the 15th, five days before that. Got it. And the reason why managed WP just had the monthly is because it was just a free version, right? Because I thought I was covered. Right, right. Well, and the other thing is, um, you know, you're on a Bluehost, right? And Mm -hmm. do they have any kind of backup? I didn't find any backup in there. 
Okay. I don't think we had turned it on through that because we had Updraft Plus, which was supposed right. to be doing it like every day. So. Gotcha. Well, and I think, yeah, lesson learned there. I mean, I was telling you, I do dangerous stuff with my website because I use managed WP and there's a one button restore, which I have only once or twice made my site unloadable. And then I can just click restore, but I always run a backup just before I start making changes. So and I have now upgraded to their daily backup, which is only, I'm not even an affiliate. Everyone it's like because 80. It is too cheap for, yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, just it's it's a right. trivial amount, super useful too. So, yeah. okay. Now, wh- one thing we, I don't think we mentioned it specifically, but you did hit record income again for May in spite of all of this. So where did you land? And can you give us sort of the breakdown of where that right. revenue came from? Yep. So May, like I said, was awesome until like the 25th. So I ended May at 6646. So, you know, I had been tracking more towards 6800. So I was about 200 bucks off of where I thought I would be, which given the catastrophe was minimal. Um, And yet again, like this is almost always the case. Amazon affiliate and my ads are about 50, 50. So I have some other little programs in there that are, you know, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, um, you know, maybe 20 bucks in my own products and about 15 bucks in the new like course directory that we made. So some other earnings, but the two big ones, Amazon and ads were about 50, 50. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. Our featured domain today from Otis Global is greenerdesign.com. And Otis, O-D-Y-S, is the source. It is my source for age domains with strong branding and powerful backlinks. Greenerdesign.com was a site dedicated to the environment and sustainability, and it featured news and resources that aimed to educate companies around green initiatives, as well as to improve their environmental performance. So it's obviously a growing industry. And the cool thing is this domain is actually from way back in 2006. So it's 15 years old, if I'm doing my math right. The domain rating is currently, right now when I checked it just a minute ago, is about 24 as reported by Hrefs and the domain authority, I think is about 26 when I checked. And of course, Greener Design is a great brandable name. There's some sort of rich keywords in there as well. And I think it's a not only a growing industry, but the links that this site has are uh, actually pretty amazing overall. I'm going to just tell you a few of them in a second here, but when you uh, go check out Hrefs, if you have sort of a premium account, you'll be able to go and, and look uh, deep in their paid account, I guess is the right the right name. And I did go check out over on the Wayback Machine what is uh, sort of available and going on there. Not that you would recreate everything, but the interesting part was, and and I haven't seen this before, but there were over 2,600 different captures and the majority of them looked to be 
around 2010 to 2015. And this is something I haven't seen before. There are actually multiple like uh, samples or whatever, multiple captures, I think is the nomenclature over the Wayback Machine per day during that period. So there are so many pieces of uh, content that are shown over here on the Wayback Machine. And you can imagine like a lot of sites from way back in 2006 that uh, it looks kind of old. It's funny how things change, how design changes, but it has a ton of content. Let's look at some of these uh, referring domains out there. So we have, I looked at do follow referring domains and I sorted it by the domain rating. CNN.com, Fast Company, The Atlantic, Fortune, How Stuff Works, Salon, PopSci, Mother Jones, Blogs.com, Sierra Club, GreenBiz, Orange.com, JamesBeard.org. The list goes on. It is absolutely insane the number of backlinks that this site has that are do follow. And it, it's actually a little bit surprising that the domain rating is only 24, but I think part of that might be the number of sites that some of the uh, linking sites actually link to. So that was a rough sentence where I used the word link several times. But the, the point is uh, like CNN.com has many X uh, like, links going out of there. So maybe there's not as much power versus some of the others, but the fact is there's a lot, there's a ton of great links going to this site. It, you know, it's not getting any traffic right now. There's just a landing page, but there is a, you know, huge amount of information over on the Wayback Machine that you could check out. Now, as far as monetization, I think you have a ton of options here. So you can have ads and I think you can also have some affiliate. So those are, those are pretty, the basic things that you, we would look at anyway, but of course I can elaborate a little bit on that. So number one, I think you could put a lot of information about how to have a, like a green company, for example, or have certain green initiatives, which is really in line with some of the content that was on this site before. But you could also do that on the domestic level. So at, in our homes, I know probably three times a week, there's some people walking around the neighborhood, knocking on doors, going door to door, trying to sell solar panels, which are extremely popular here in the, the area that I live, sort of near the Rocky Mountains. There's a lot of sun. It's very clear most of the time. So a lot of houses have solar panels and there are obviously a lot of companies that would want to have those leads sent to them so you could work with a solar installation company. But I also have some friends like my buddy Carl, he's going to be installing solar panels himself and sort of doing a lot of the electrical work himself, which is a little, you know, interesting. Not everyone would want to do that, but you could also have DIY style content. Of course, you would have to have someone qualified or someone who did a great deal of research to understand the things that would be needed. But the fact is there's a lot of components. There's a lot of other things that you need, even if you're going to do it yourself. So in fact, you could have digital products that you create, or I assume they're out there somewhere, and you could be an affiliate for those digital products where essentially you would teach someone how to maybe install a solar panel, or maybe you want to capture rainwater and have uh, barrels outside your house so that you could water your plants. So you can see this sort of green 
idea is really uh, is almost unlimited. And this is a huge growing market. I think it'd be a great place to go. And hell, I may get it myself. So go take a look over at Glotus. <laughs> go take a look over at Otis Global. I got to get the sponsor's name right. O-D-Y-S. If you join using my affiliate link, you can get $100 into your account. I very much appreciate it. If you buy something, I might get a little... Uh, commission or something like that. I'll probably buy a beer, most likely, if I had to guess what I would do with a few bucks. But check out Otis Global. I really appreciate them sponsoring. So even if you're not going to buy something today, maybe you just want to browse around and buy a domain in the future, go over there, let them know that you are happy that they're supporting me live streams. They're doing uh, some stuff with podcasts as well. So really do appreciate it. And let's get back to the show. Some people might think that there's some seasonality, you know, as we're rolling into summer, we're also coming out of quarantine in a lot of places. So just historically in the summers, do you earn more um, with the same traffic or, okay. I can't find any seasonality except for like December is good. Okay. You know, Christmas. And because again, in June, you are mm-hmm. tracking ahead based mm-hmm. on the, the traffic and all that stuff. So are the earnings coming from a specific place? It's still like 50-50, those two big ones. Okay. So no, there's no really good explanation for why all of a sudden you're making a lot more per user than you were before. Nope. The only speculation, which I think it would be really hard to determine this, even if I had a lot more data, yeah. but it could be, let's say some of your rankings did decline and you are getting mm-hmm. less traffic because you're not ranking as well for certain terms. Yeah. However, the traffic that you are getting seems to be converting better for mm-hmm. some reason. So maybe it's better traffic, even though there's less of it by you know, roughly 20% less traffic, but you're making more money. It's just a little bit odd, but I can see how that could work. Now, the other thing is, as people are coming out of uh, like quarantining and stuff, there's a chance that their spending habits are a little bit different or something like that. And every, every country, every region, every state, even localities are dealing with it differently. So some places opened up like few months ago some places are still waiting so do you have any speculation in that that kind of stuff it's it's just another thing to add to my insanity okay (laughs) so far so again better than the alternative it's better than being down (laughs) right but you know i guess just for like reference the other reason that i'm not like actually crying on this update is that like, I'm not trying to live off of this money. Like I have another business. This is the thing that I'm building on the side in hopes of, you know, overtaking that other business at some point and being a good, like long-term investment for myself. Right. So it's not like traffic goes down, earnings go down. I don't make my mortgage. Right. Which is a lucky position to be in. Like, I feel very blessed about that. But at the same time, like I want to get stuff fixed so that long term, like this is still a very viable, you know, side hustle option slash full time hustle 
And so that's kind of where my mindset is like, yeah, it's bad. I'm still eating like, you know, so like I really want to get it fixed, but at this point it's more like mental frustration about it. Absolutely. I think it's, yeah. Any business model has some risks. Mm -hmm. So I know some people that I've interviewed in the past who have high ticket drop shipping sites, they've had issues either with the ads that they're running or a supplier, or there's always some Mm -hmm. piece of the puzzle that's outside of your control. And it sucks if anything happens to those uh, variables because you can't do anything about it. So, you know, and I mean, I'm trying not to beat myself up terribly. Like I thought I was doing the right stuff, just like I'm always trying to do the right stuff. I didn't know that I should be personally checking backup files. Like I I just, that never even crossed my mind. So I didn't know that I should be like getting a daily detailed log of what changes are made. Like, I don't know anything about that. (laughs) Right. I have no idea. So now I know, but again, I'm not, you know, like I tried to do the stuff that I knew I should be doing. I tried to do the stuff you were telling me to do. Like other stuff just didn't work out. I don't know exactly what it was, but that's just how it goes. Yeah. Well, and like so many things you can get away with not knowing for most of the time. And honestly, Mm -hmm. probably in the future, it won't matter either. Like it's probably just this one anomaly Mm -hmm. and most of the time backups are done. It's good to have redundancy, but you know, it's not, it's usually not necessary. Uh, actually, now that I've been doing, um, you know, backups for years on managed WP, I've never actually had to use one of the backups ever mm-hmm. due to a fail. I- I've had to do it for me messing with the yeah. database, but that was just, you know, me knowing that I had a, a, um, you know, a, a parachute. If there was some issue, right. I can roll it back. So anyway, as yeah. we're, as we're looking at this, um, one thing I want to point out and to get your thoughts on it as well is uh, some people are, are thinking, Hey, I don't want to do any, uh, link building activities that Google doesn't like because mm-hmm. it could be risky. And one of the things that you wrote in your blog update was I thought I was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Like what happened? And I always, or I, I try to make the point that even if you're not doing anything, you can still get impacted. So you may as well at least try to play along and, and do some link building, promote your site in some fashion because Google, you know, if they're going to potentially hit you anyway. So wh- how do you feel now? Like a couple of weeks after this, um, you know, you were playing by the rules, you still got hit. What's going on with that? I mean, I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bit mad. So I'm one part upset. Um, a little bit less upset, I guess, than when I thought I got hit by a Google update, which I think we're pretty certain I didn't at this point um, because I tried to do such a good job, right? So that just seemed weird and out of the blue. A little bit less mad about that. A little more mad about, you know, actual technical issues. Um, and most of that, I think, stems from the fact that, like, that's not my area, right? Like, I am very capable of doing many, many things, I do most of the work for most of the site. 
Um, I can pitch in on pretty much any task that needs to be done with the exception of the super tech stuff. So it's been really frustrating to have something happen. Think I had, you know, a really good developer that I trusted, like I used him for my other business, like, and then I just felt like I was out here on my own. Like, honestly, if you hadn't been answering my emails, I don't know what I would have done because I just wasn't getting the same level of urgency to fix it. So that's been really frustrating. And I think, as you've said, like, maybe a great guy, maybe good at a whole bunch of other stuff. But if, you know, this kind of stuff happens, like this is the reason that I hire someone and pay a lot of money to other people. And so if the bad stuff happens and I I can't rely on them to roll it back and figure out what happened, then what is the point of that? So that's kind of where I am now. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I'll just kind of see, you know, earnings wise, what happens in June, but it's really hard. I guess my general takeaway is it's like really hard to know what caused an issue. Right. And uh, honestly, you know, I, I don't know either. There could have been some algorithmic mm-hmm. update also. And, you know, we did check back to see if there was any algorithm update on the last week during the last week of May. And there was one, mm-hmm. there is, there was activity and it could have been related to that, but it could have also been. Yeah the site speed and those impacts around that. So it's really, it's very unclear. And that's one of the the things Mm -hmm. with the potential to roll back to one of the backups Mm -hmm. is to see like, Oh, are, are things back to where they were? And, you know, there's, there's just so many variables. It's really hard to figure out. Now, one thing that, um, we should talk about and at least highlight is, you know, you don't track the rankings for your keywords at all. Right. Okay. And shout out to uh, Quentin, one of my friends who sent an email and he sent sort of a a checklist to go through impacts in, in certain areas where maybe we should look. So a lot of them didn't really apply somewhere around link building, somewhere around the amount of affiliate content, which I think it's about, you know, 50-50 product mm-hmm. reviews to informational. So a lot of the normal suspects were okay. But, um, you know, Quentin pointed out a couple couple others. So were there any that caught your eye specifically? Um, well, A, I just thought it was super nice that someone would, you know, bother to read the update and then send me a list of things to try. So that was really surprising and lovely. And it, you know, helped, um, make me feel slightly better. So thank you for that. And there were a few things in there that I thought had potential to be things that I should look at. Like, is the site not indexing properly suddenly, you know, should I have Google analytics, like re-index the site, which is still something I think about doing though. I haven't particularly like looked into the details of how I would do that. Um, my other takeaway was like, there's a lot of stuff on the list that I just don't understand. <laughs> right. Like I can Google some stuff, but again, like I need a technical resource who knows what that stuff means and knows how to check it. So, 
you know, there are some good thoughts on there, some things that I've been looking at in Google Analytics and trying to just get more clues about what might have happened. But again, it just kind of says like, I need someone who knows this type of site from a technical standpoint. So Okay. Yeah. And the one one thing that I think we can probably investigate a little bit more is looking at either HREFs or the search console to see if any of your positions for right. your rankings have, have moved and, and dropped. Now, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that we probably won't notice anything because you're still getting a pretty good amount of traffic. And I mm-hmm. suspect it might be the long tail keywords that you're not getting, which a lot of times those may be very low search volumes and you're not going to really tease out that data so well, uh, at least you'll have to look much harder. And the fact is you probably would not have been tracking really long tail keywords anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a piece of the puzzle that right. yeah, I'm not, not really sure. I mean, and by tracking it, like I don't track it what the results are. I have like my master list of all the content, all the keywords I go after. Like I have that. I just don't input it any, any fancy tools. Like I don't do that. Like I do know what is on my site, right. <laughs> just context, but no, I don't like sit there and watch the rankings every day. Right. And, and that's, you know, it's uh, rank tracking. That's, you know, right. there, there are tools specifically for it, but yeah, if you're not watching, uh, you know, a lot of people will watch for uh clients or something like that sure. or, but I was going to say you, you've done a really good job, not, worrying too much about analytics and metrics. You always, you know, took that to heart when I said the first couple months, don't worry about it too much. This is one of the instances where it would have been really good to have it. So don't worry about it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And some people, I mean, I used to get a report daily for certain Mm -hmm. sites so I could see like, Oh, no changes. Great. And then on, on on yeah. And I think if we'd seen the traffic drop, and there wasn't that overlay of site speed issue, then I would have gone to, okay, let me look at what my top posts normally are and see if, you know, the rankings have dropped for that or the traffic has dropped for those. So that would have been my go-to had we not also been doing the site speed stuff. Right. Which, I mean, we can still go and check. And, you know, one, one other thing is, we can go to hrefs or semrush mm-hmm. and then look at a specific url like one of the ones yep. that ranks pretty well and see if the number of keywords that are right. ranking has that gone up has that gone down mm-hmm. and of course we would be looking for it to have gone down yep. indicating that it's now ranking for fewer keywords and all that kind of stuff yep. so there's certain threads you can follow to to chase it down but at the end of the day you know, we're, we're left with like, okay, do you restore back to the May 15th? So, so what do you think at this point? What are you going to do? Um, so in the instance that I would need to do that, I made like a straight up Google doc of pulling the code for all the posts that I've made since the 15th, a list of everything I can remember doing to content since then. I'm sure I'm missing stuff, but, um, so I resave like all the images from those posts. Like it was gross and manual. So I have it, but I guess I'm, 
I'm kind of leaning towards like, because I'm not trying to make rent and buy food with what I make, luckily. Um, I guess I'm kind of looking towards maybe I rehire the site speed agency. Maybe I find a developer that specializes in that. And maybe I see if fixing it now means that I can keep the higher income plus get my traffic back. I don't know. You can, you can tell me that's wrong if you want to. There's no, there's no right or wrong on this one. (laughs) You know, it's a risk both ways. One of them, I think if you don't roll it back, then you have a gap in your knowledge of what happened. Mm -hmm. So if you roll it back and things stay the same or they get worse, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's three outcomes, get better, get worse, stay the same. So there's a chance you'll roll it back. Traffic will go back up. You'll keep your earnings Mm -hmm. and then you'll know, that it was, you know, yeah. something that happened afterwards, um, or <laughs> after the site so speed. Still. <laughs> so, and if you just let it be mm-hmm. and continue on, could be fine. Um, traffic could recover back, right? Like, who mm-hmm. knows? There's a lot of variables here, and you won't know if there was some mistake that could have been fixed. So at least if you roll it back, you have that knowledge. If you don't roll it back, then you don't know. That mm-hmm. said, if you roll it back, traffic could drop. If you don't roll it back, mm-hmm. traffic could drop. So, right. I, I mean, the, the thing is like a- anything could happen in either scenario. Yeah. I guess the other thing I'm considering now that I'm doing the daily backups, which again, to everyone, <laughs> please go get managed WP. Please pay the $1 and 80 cents and do daily backups with the one button restore. Really good idea. Um, But I guess I sort of also think like if I can move forward and fix the traffics or the fix the traffic and fix the speed, like I always have the option to still roll back to the 15th or to roll back to today, or like now I have more of those options. So I guess I'm in less of a like panicked hurry to do it than I was two weeks ago when I was searching for backup and there wasn't one. Right. Like, I feel like I always like I'll wake up tomorrow and still have the option to roll back to the 15th, you know? So I'm just a little less like urgent about that than I was two weeks ago, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. And I think if it were me, I would probably just try to get the site speed back Mm -hmm. where it was and go from there. At least then. By rolling it back or by working on the site speed now? By working on the site speed now and just don't change anything else. Just try to get the site speed fixed. Because, you know, you're loading, I think you're loading slower now than you were before Mm -hmm. the agency worked on it. So, and again, that's on average, like a a ton of the posts are fine, right? Like it's not that every page loads in 20 seconds. It's that 
intermittently some posts seem really bad. <laughs> so, but yeah, like if I could get the overall site speed fixed and maybe that, you know, maybe that cost me a couple hundred bucks hiring new people to look at it. Fine. Like I have money I can invest in it, but yeah. Okay. And yeah, as we're, as we're wrapping up, I feel like it's still so scattered and I'm, I'm puzzled myself Mm -hmm. because I, I, it, it looks like, I don't know your developer at all. It looks like your developer made the site load slower and then the ranking or the traffic dropped after that. So that seems odd to me because again, the agency worked on it. Everything was cool, loading really fast. And then something happened and we don't know, we don't know what it is. And yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this, but like we've rolled back the, the big things that we can remember him doing. Right. So like we've already, rolled back like we're not doing the serving up WP or WebP images like shut that off we're we shut off lazy loading completely which may also be impacting overall site speed because that's just off right now um so my next step would probably be you know potentially finding a new developer rehiring the site speed agency to look at it and be like hey new challenge <laughs> it really <laughs> sucks now Um, and then potentially like playing with turning some lazy loading back on excluding some pages that I know it, it gets really finicky about, um, and doing some of that stuff. So that's, if I don't roll it back, like that's kind of where I'm headed next. Was lazy loading turned on before the agency was working on the site? I think so. But again, that would be through, um, I think it was through WP Rocket and or our Smush plugin. So I don't know how to tell at this point whether it was or not, but it seems very common. That seems like a very common thing to do. Um, So it seems kind of like the lowest hanging fruit of something to try and be like, does it impact it at all? Mm -hmm. And. I would, I would say, yeah, it probably does. I know you have a lot of images and you have a lot of Mm -hmm. YouTube videos on your site and it should make a pretty dramatic difference, Mm -hmm. I would say. So I'm just curious, we were talking about, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not technical. Can you, are you able to just go turn on the lazy load? I am like that. I can do, there's a button. Um, the thing I need to figure out is like how to do the exclusions from certain pages, but I think I know how to do that. The issue there being like the directory plugin that we use for the course directory that I made. Like we noticed that if there's any kind of lazy loading stuff on that, like all the images stop working. So can't have that. So I would have to just do that, but I know that that's an issue so I could do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and to be clear, like I manually optimize every image before I upload it to the site. Like I'm not a complete idiot. <laughs> um, so I have been doing that. I have the Smush plugin turned on that's supposed to also optimize after I upload stuff. So again, like I try to follow the rules, but it's a site with a whole lot of images. Like that's just the name of the game for my niche. So that's not going to change. 
Um, and as you said earlier, like maybe I look into better hosting, maybe I can, you know, get a little bit faster on some of that stuff too. And see if that all just, you know, rising tides lifts the, lifts the traffic. Right. Well, I'm glad that some of the traffic has recovered and obviously the earnings are in a good spot. So, you know, that's really the big thing when Mm -hmm. you peel everything back. I mean, if you didn't know how much traffic you were getting and the earnings were just trucking along kind of where you expect, then you're not going to freak out or anything. Well, and the funny part is funny or not so funny. Like I'm back traffic wise where it was in February now. And in February, I was perfectly happy with what the site was earning. You know, like I was happy with the traffic. Like I was happy with it. It's just that as I reach every new level, like I'm not as happy with what I had before, obviously. Right. But really like I was happy in February. I was still doing pretty well, Yeah. (laughs) you know? So I am trying to keep it in a slight bit of perspective. Yeah. You know, it's funny how that works. The hedonic adaptation is that what they call it <laughs> well i'm living i'm living that dream so yeah yeah all right well as we wrap up here um you had some i guess i don't know if they were inspiring quotes and or little <laughs> things you were remembering in the blog post but things yeah. that were trying to keep you on track do you want to share any of those for people that need sure. a little cheering section yeah <laughs> So, um, I'm, I'm an anxiety person. That's my, that's my life. Um, I try to keep that in check the best I can, but yeah, that's kind of where my brain goes to, you know, just like setting itself on fire. So it definitely was doing that. Um, one thing that helped me was writing down, this is a temporary issue on a post-it note and I would just like keep it in front of my face (laughs) for the most part because everything feels permanent and disastrous and awful. Right. So like if something happens, especially like when I couldn't find backups, I was just like, are you kidding? (laughs) Um, so I wrote down like, this is a temporary issue. That's, that's fine. Like if it's temporary, like there will be a day when I'm not worried about this. So that was helpful. Um, I also have a very good pair of socks that my friend got me that say whatever it is, I could probably do it. (laughs) So I really like those. I was wearing those for a little bit. Um, let's see what else I, oh, there's, uh, from one of my favorite podcasts, shout out to pod save America. Um, worry about everything. Panic about nothing was a good one for me as well to be like, yeah, it's bad. It's not great, but you know, let's keep some semblance of like sanity and just try to figure out what's happening. So be prepared. If something happens to you for your brain to set itself on fire, um, and, you know, whatever tips and tricks you have to kind of get the extinguisher out, like use them early. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I do want to say like huge thanks to Doug because I really don't, I mean, even though you couldn't be like, here's the thing, press this button, you know, like it's not that kind of issue to fix, but you were very kind to me <laughs> about my freakouts and like, Not being like, yep, you're right. It's over, (laughs) you know, so much appreciated. Um, I, I very much value your, your advice and support and I wouldn't even have a site without you. That's for sure. So only by following best practices that you 
step-by-step laid out for me. <laughs> He's the only reason I'm here. So oh, you're Thanks. welcome. I, I, I was thinking as you were uh, talking about um, some, some of your other support system there, I was thinking, Hey, I'm not a very, I'm not a very good cheerleader and coach, You're great. but I think, uh, I, I probably, uh, I thought and said, uh, this, this kind of thing happens and, um, you know, y- you'll figure it out. <laughs> right. Right. Which That's is just about what it. I, yeah. I need someone to say, you know, like, ironically, I have a pretty high risk tolerance for like, I own my other business. Like it's, that's pretty risky stuff. Stuff happens and blows up there all the time. <laughs> you know, it's just that this was a different kind of problem that I just don't, I'm not technically equipped to solve, which is just frustrating for me because I want to fix it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was going to say, even if someone was technically equipped to do it and like, you know, I have, yeah. I have a lot of information. I have access to the search console and your analytics and like, there's, you know, there was not anything specifically jumping out saying, right. Hey, this is the major issue. Just a couple threads that maybe lead right. to something, but you know, it's, it's hard to tell, yep. especially when algorithm updates are right. currently rolling out, you know, right. while you're trying to do this. So, well, and it's possible that, you know, we ended up screwing up site speed at the same time that they didn't update the prioritized user experience. And it's like, well, great. <laughs> Sure, sure did look like it. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty interesting. Okay. Well, any, any other thoughts before we finish up? Um, no, I'm, I'm going to keep pressing on, you know, I included the stages of grief in my, my blog update and, um, I'm working my way towards acceptance now. So right, that's where we are. All right. Well, hopefully we'll have, uh, some interesting news. Better news in July. Stay tuned. I hope so. I hope so. Especially if we see like a full recovery or something. Right. So that'd be amazing. All right. Thanks, Christy. If anyone has insights or things that you observed with your site or otherwise, feedback at Doug.show, let me know. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how things shake out with Christy's site. And I have to say, I was a little surprised and disappointed that her developer wasn't able to restore backups or reliably have the backups so that's a bit of an issue. I mean, I know we rely on tools, right? So they they had whatever backup solution that they were using. And unfortunately, it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. I think they maybe had the paid version even, which is surprising that that didn't work how they expected. Now, some of it was user error part of it. You know, it sounds like there there weren't uh, or there wasn't backups like we would expect uploaded to her Google Drive. But at the same time, they did have the specific configuration for a 14-day retention, which probably should be a little bit longer. I mean, 14 days is pretty good if you, you realize there's an issue right away. But just with the the way the timing was for this one, it wasn't quite sufficient. So a number of little issues and usually it's not one thing, but it's a waterfall cascading effect of, I'm 
mixing my analogies here, but a snowball rolling downhill and then you end up with a few things that went wrong all in a row. And that's how you end up with a larger catastrophe. But like we kept talking about, revenue is still fairly stable and higher on a per visitor basis. So it is kind of an odd situation. And there's always, I mean, again, no matter what business you're dealing with, there's always external factors that you can't control and some uncertainty in the mix. With SEO, it's even more difficult. That's it for today. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Have a great day out there and we'll catch you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.